Say, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Some of the most intelligent women in the world is listening right now. And all the realest brothers is like, uh, get light with it. Day party to midnight with it. Ice wet like a fire hydrant hit it. Why the girls double dutch, I double my digits. Dice game pop, peace, I want love to my niggas. New York, New York, all sorts of bosses who walk the walk. Look how long the blocks is. Ruthless, close range, they shoot shit. Wall Street, racquetball, oysters, masseuses. Bourgeoisie, the move y'all beat. Then it's back to the hood where you knew I'd be. Driver's license in the face card, two IDs. Get light off the rose bottle we sip. New shorty in my life, she my lottery pick. And if the economy slips, she gon' ride with the kid. City girl like JT, MIA to the bridge. Get light. Get light with it. Get light. Yo, here, boy, hold up. Bring it back. Yeah, get light with it. Day party to midnight with it. Ice wet like a fire hydrant hit it. Why the girls double dutch, I double my digits. ATVs, quads with speed. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life As I See It. Episode 163. Right now, it's just me and the homie Woozy Vegas, aka Bad Lungs, in the building. Uh, yes, Dirt, sir. Dirt might be joining us a little bit later. Uh, C won't be with us, but of course, shout out to C, shout out to Rico Key, uh, shout out to all of the listeners out there and the watches. Make sure that y'all subscribe. If y'all haven't done it already, make sure y'all do so on your audio platforms, your Spotify, your Apples, or the world. Make sure y'all check out, check for our visual content on YouTube. Shouts to everybody that's subscribing. Um, I see y'all out there, y'all, y'all engaging. The, the numbers is up, so make sure y'all go to our YouTube page right now. Life as I see it podcast on YouTube. Hit that like, hit that subscribe button. Make sure y'all share all of the content um, and spread the word. Make sure y'all check our other visual content on Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. And of course, um, like I mentioned before, it's the holiday season, so I know y'all want to get all cozy with your fireplace vibes and your candles, you know what I'm saying? Got to have a crib smelling right, nice and seasonal, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can get your candles and your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. So, <clears throat> uh, this week, I think I'm going to start with uh, Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 came out last weekend. Um no need to give a full-blown introduction of what Black Panther is and what it was for the culture and for the movie industry in itself. Um, of course, first and foremost, rest in peace to chat with Bozeman. Um, I got a chance to see the movie. I went to see the movie. Me and wifey went to see the movie. Um, you know, I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet because it just came out. What I will say is they definitely did chat with Bozeman, uh, they, they, you know, they, they made sure that they, uh, tributed him and, and, and honored him in the way that they saw fit. Yeah, that's um, what I wanted to know if they, if they acknowledge how they just moved on on some quick shit. Nah, they definitely, um, I'll just tell people this, um, they, they started with that, you know what I'm saying? Right. They got right to it and, 
you know, they his presence was felt from the very beginning. Um, and I, I think I, I like the movie. The movie was dope. It's long. You know what I'm saying? The movie's long. It's over two hours. So just make sure y'all prepare for that. It is long, but uh, it's a definitely a good story. Uh, action-packed. I liked it. I liked it. I, I, I see a nice little twist that they put on it. Um, of course, it was always, it felt good to just see Black people in that light. Um, and it was a very, um, I guess, just just the imagery, right? The imagery of Black Panther, it was just a continuation of that. And it felt good to watch and be a part of. So shout out to Ryan Coogler, the director, um, and shout out to all of those who were a part of that movie. Uh, you know, Atlanta is the new Black Hollywood or the new Hollywood just in general, right? Because, I mean, a lot of people are leaving California, and more importantly, they are coming to Atlanta, and a lot of people, uh, including Marvel, are shooting at Tyler Perry Studios, and I think that's fire. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's super fire because he getting all kind of bread, like his shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He going crazy with it at this point. Um, but shout out to Black Panther. It was a dope movie. I encourage people who haven't seen it, make sure y'all go support and uh, make sure y'all go check that out. Um, yeah, can't wait to check that word up. You gonna uh, you gonna take take the youngins to go? You gonna make it a family family trip, or you you gonna dolioso this one out? Nah, I'm, I definitely ain't taking the youngins though. I don't know. I'm why sorry. Not? I'm about to lie to you. Like yeah, nah. <laughs> They, so you you think you don't think they'd be uh not like that they, they won't be interested or that it's a dope movie for them it's just my youngest is off the chain so I ain't about to be you said two and a half hours of some change man listen bro about forty minutes in they flipping doing all kinds of shit I'm not about to do that not in yeah. Wakanda <laughs> yeah yeah I got to <laughs> I got to lock in on this one like come yeah, on man. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they care I, less. They're gonna be like, oh, space, and we're gonna be flipping. <laughs> my, my seeds is wild right now. Yeah, energetic. I could dig it. I could dig it. Um, nah, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely dope. Definitely dope. Uh, so I want to get into music. I want to get into music because Nas dropped. Uh, Nas dropped again. <laughs> he dropped the third installment of King's Disease. So now this is King Disease Three. So now this is, I want to say, four albums in the span of what, two and a half years? Yeah, because you you do the King Disease and then Magic, right? Magic was in there. Right. So King Disease 1, King Disease 2, Magic, and now King Disease 3, all produced by Hit Boy. So first and foremost, I just want to cue up the round of applause to Hit Boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hit Boy is going crazy. He has been for this stretch in particular. Like, he's found a real dope pocket with Nas, and his beats are incredible. Uh, I noticed on this new project, he's doing a lot of two beats in one, kind of like how, if y'all can uh, remember, um, what's the joint with Drake and, uh, and uh, Travis Scott? Um, uh, oh, triple mode. Sicko mode, right? right? Yeah. So everybody know how sicko mode is a vibe in the beginning, then the beat change. Like he does a lot of that. Sometimes maybe even three times, but like the production is top tier in my opinion. Um, and just as a producer, as a music connoisseur and lover, like I, I can appreciate 
all of of what he's putting out. So shout out to Hit Boy first and foremost, um, just on the music vibe, and then the album, man. Nas, you know, Nas is Nas. Um, before I go in, did did you hear the album? Yeah, I got to like track 12, 11, or one of them joints. I ain't hear the whole thing. But um, from what I heard, man, yeah, so far, so good. I mean, you know, Nas is swimming on them joints, lyrically. You know what I'm saying? Staying, he keeping it in pocket, poetic. I always said Nas got a dope, poetic pocket, man. Like, he, it's, it's, it's just, it's linear, but it's dope. It's like, you know what I mean? His style. And um, the content. And, you know, some I, I did hear people, like I said, I ain't listened to the whole thing, but so far, so good. But I do hear people having gripes with the production. I ain't gonna lie to you. Let's say people not, not, not having gripes with the production. But in my opinion, I'm rocking with the production and I'm rocking with the, with the, with the project so far as a whole. So, this so is I a great people, way to close to, to 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 close the trilogy if this if this is what he's doing. Well, I, I I agree, and but from your perspective, are people uh giving actual feedback on what they don't like about the production, or are they just saying I'm not feeling it? I think it's just a matter of like expectation. You know, um, Nas is an artist. His 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 level his level of artistry and just who he is and what he means to the culture, you always gonna get p- compared to yourself, not necessarily compared to somebody else. So they still comparing. Oh, Squally, don't worry about it, man. We ain't gonna, <laughs> we ain't did nothing right there. <laughs> <laughs> he always gonna get compared to himself. So you know, of course, everybody always gonna compare his work to like Illmatic, Stillmatic, um. And that type of stuff. So I but think. But do you think people are really comparing shit to Illmatic or Stillmatic today? His new music. Do you think that's really happening? Because that do. wouldn't even make sense today. <laughs> do we? Are we about to dive into the psychology of people, or what are we about to do? <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you like, just told me somebody walked into Chick Fil A with his friend, and walked out of the Chick Fil A without a friend and with a murder charge. That's a fact. That's a fact. And Atlanta, that did just happen. Sidebar. Sidebar. Yeah. So the least we could do was get these niggas credit of comparing the new album to still bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like this, right? I'm saying, all right, Nas is Nas. And I think that most people, a wide majority of people, would hold Nas in the top tier of MCs, rappers, artists to ever do it. I believe that for the most for the most part, people would acknowledge him as even if they're not his cup of tea or he's not their cup of tea, nah, he be spitting, he on that, whatever, whatever, whatever shit, but they respect him for his skill level and his skill set and him being a legend, right? So with that being said, I want to just advance and get off of that point and just move to my interpretation of the album because to your point of the subject matter, subject matter, like he's grown, you know what I'm saying? And he's growing and he's talking about it, which is what the artists that we love and we, you know what I'm saying, listen to, that's what their basis is on. They're speaking their truth and and that's another thing, that's kind of a sidebar too, right? Because when people say my truth, your truth, like 
is there a our truth or is there a just the truth? Like, I know this is a sidebar, but fuck it, we here. Like, what's your what's what what you think? Like, is it is it just the truth or is it you got your own truth and I got my own truth? Well, I think the good thing about Nas is he, I mean, even though at the end of the day it's entertainment and some rappers embellish more than others, but for Nas, he's always kept it like, and I mean, like like more more his life, his life. You know what I mean, his life story. You That's know what, what I'm saying? saying. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, like like I said, the rapping. I don't think Nas could ever make like a whack verse. I right. never heard a whack verse from Nas. There's a few rappers that just ain't going. No matter what gripes you have with the production, they just ain't going. They just ain't got it in them to give you a whack verse, right? Not for nothing. Sorry to cut you off, but he actually got a joint on the album called First Time," and the premise of this record is saying, "Yo." You remember the first time you heard Nas, and I'm giving, I'm restoring that feeling. But also, if this is your first time hearing me, this is what I want to present to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's letting you know how he sees himself, what he feels about himself, how he is looking at the landscape. Like Nas is a seasoned vet. He had a bar in there, and I probably won't quote it exactly, but he said, You don't hear me dropped often. So when I do, you should cherish it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, he's been dropping all of these projects because, like I mentioned, he found a deep pocket or a good pocket with producer Hit Boy, but he ain't about to be dropping like that. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he is and he's experiencing different things and talking about it in his elevated, articulate, intelligent way, you know what I'm saying? Like in a poetic way, trying different flows. Like he going crazy on these beats. Like he had drill elements in there. Like he had. Um, all kind of shit, like all kind of shit. And it's just a vibe to me for me. Um, I appreciate him for making this album. Um, I'm not hailing it as the greatest album of the year or none of that, but it's a good album. I like it. I enjoy it. It's good music. Um, and y'all should check it out. If y'all fuck with Nas, if y'all fuck with hip hop, if y'all fuck with rap, if y'all fuck with substance, it got, it has all of that in my opinion. Um, and when we speak about albums and we talk about the Nas's of the world, last week you mentioned Conway, uh, no, Westside, pardon. Um, Drake and 21 Savage dropped the album, I think, the week before. And we yes, talk sir. about two different sides of the spectrum, right? So Nas has always, like you said, stayed in his lane for the most part and kind of just done him. Whereas you have a, a project like the 21 Savage and, Not, uh, and Drake joint that's more mainstream um i like the album it's definitely mad joints you know i dj so they gave me a whole bunch of <laughs> material to work with so i appreciate them for that um but i did see that 21 savage and it was just a clip and i didn't see the entire context full disclosure but i did see a quote that uh 21 savage said that nas ain't nas ain't relevant um they just he just has a loyal fan base to that you say what uh, I'm not going to speak for the brother, but I'm assuming he meaning, like like you said, mainstream. Nas is not, like, in the forefront mainstream. He just has a loyal fan base, so whatever. And I think he's just talking about number-wise and shit like that. Like, so whatever he's going to do, he's going to do regardless. But I think relevancy is the wrong word he used. Like, he shouldn't have used that word because you're... You, 
whatever's relevant in my world might not be relevant in your world and vice versa. So Nas is relevant in my world. Like I'm checking for Nas when he dropped. Every time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think he would just meant more mainstream. And like you said, we didn't hear the whole context of the of the conversation. We just got the audio clip. But nonetheless, in that audio clip, he did say verbatim that Nas is not relevant. He just got a loyal fan base. So that's kind of an oxymoron to me. Like, how can you not? I'm, I don't think the two can exist. I think he just meant mainstream versus today. Like, yes, Nas is not all over the blogs and like, you know what I mean? Like if this was the 90s Nas, nah, of course not. But I'm checking for Nas. Nas relevant in my world. So I don't know what 21 talking about, but that's a good one because 21 smart. He 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 ain't slow. So he keeping, he not slow. He not stupid. He keeping it circulating and he know he know he know he know what's what 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 the culture talking All right, about. So 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 wait a minute. Now you just had me think about something. Do you think that? Let me just say this before I ask the question. I I from my opinion, I think Twenty One is solid, right? Like I fuck with Twenty One. Um, I'm not the biggest well, Twenty One sure. fan, but I like his music. And I like what he be talking about when I see him in interviews and what he stand on, so on and so forth, right? So do you think that him being this smart as he is, do you think that this is part of keeping himself in that particular project relevant? Do you think that that's a, a little sly way to kind of, because you know, like the old, the age old saying, um, what what is it? Not all news is good news or um, any any publicity, publicity is good publicity. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? This, so, is, this is definitely one of those. You know what I mean, this is one of those. Keep keep me in the talk about it, like, cause you know the relevancy of an album is it's not like before. Like to be honest, once Nas dropped, we was kind of starting to sway off of, off of uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off that album. You know what I'm saying? As far as listener listenership, now of course the radio. Mm-hmm. Got these singles and they're gonna go full fledged for the whole until whenever to <laughs> yeah, that stop. Yeah. But as far as that, like the people that matter in hip hop and the people that consume hip hop on a daily, no matter about who's who's controlling the dial, yeah, we was off that. We was listening to Nas now. Yeah, and, and he, he brought it back up. Yeah, I, in, a I slick, feel- in a slick slide way. I feel like um he he definitely he definitely might have did that. But I want to ask you this, right? Kind of advancing the conversation. So as an artist, it's important. Marketability is everything, right? You can make the dopest product, but if nobody knows about it, then it doesn't exist essentially, right? I mean, it exists in the world, but you yeah, who, nobody who's there knows, to, yeah. yeah, who's there to experience it, right? right so right. as artists, it's important to market yourself accordingly, to stay on brand. To have a brand, to be able to recognize what your brand is, be able to recognize what resonates with your audience, continue to feed them as well as think of different ways to expand, right? That's the that's the objective. Um, for yourself, when it comes to promoting or getting into the to the to the mode of, all right, I'm about to drop, like, do you consciously think of ways, or how do you rather think of ways to um, remain creative and fresh by marketing yourself and putting your product out there and letting people know I either I'm about to drop, I got something coming, you know, whatever, whatever. Because your IG and your social media is active. So how do you go about your process? I mean, um, from for me, I just drop because I don't have the 
the luxury of like doing a whole rollout and all that because the people who know know and the people who don't know that's who I'm looking for to try to get them to know so my resources are better off just spent on dropping the music and then um, promoting the music versus like 21 and them Nas and them they have the resources and the um, awareness already from their fans that like they can roll out weeks upon weeks before the shit actually drops. Yeah, but nah, I'm I'm, th- I'm that's what I'm asking you though. I'm asking you like, are right, you saying the people who don't know that's who you trying to get, right? Yeah, so yeah. how would you go about doing that? Like, oh, it it, dep- it, dep- it, it, it it's numerous factors. I mean, on the surface, you would run ads or try to get people to share it. You know what I'm saying? But if the project is, let's just say, I'm making a project about motherfucking. I don't know, suede jackets or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tap into anything that involves jackets. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm, right, I'm being right. mad like... No, no, no. I got you because like, I want like you to give away your sauce, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but... I mean, but... I mean, it's, it's a content... It's a content-based game and then you got to be creative with creating content because people will connect with the content before they connect with the artists nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So that's the tricky part about it. And then yeah, people the connect with part. the artist, but don't even be fucking with the content. Like, how many times have you said, yo, I'm fucking with him now after you what? After you've seen the interview. You ain't even right. heard a song yet. Right, you right, You know what I'm right. saying? Versus, like, you heard mad songs, but you still don't even know who that is. Yo, I'm fucking with that joint. So it's mad convoluted as far as that. So once both connect, and once your audience grows and connect even more, that's a beautiful thing. But right now, I'm just trying to get anybody who got an ear that's hearing, and I'm chewing they fucking ear off until they yeah. like, God damn, all right, man, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's basically how I go about doing that. Now, word, and that's a jewel. So, you know, for any artist that's listening, like, that's a jewel because everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody's trying to find their pocket and capitalize as best they can off of whatever their niche is. But the key is having a plan. Like, freestyling is probably not the best way to go. You know what I'm saying? Because it's too saturated. It's overly saturated with everybody from every direction trying to do the same thing. So if you're going to be authentic, be that, but be conscious about it. You know what I'm saying? Be purposeful and intentional about it. And, you know, uh, I feel like everything else will take care of itself. Um, But, <laughs> you know, I don't really, first of all, we normally don't talk sports this early. Um, but I'm going to just tell you right now, the both of us had to be two disappointed individuals this past Sunday, watching our teams or watching the scores of what happened in, in, in in the games. Like it's getting kind of crazy for y'all respectfully. Like I be rooting low key. Cause like I said, my pops are a fan now. I don't really have a horse in the race. It don't really matter to me one way or the other, so I was always around the Raiders, so it was like, all right, whatever. But it's like, yo, what's up? What's up? I mean, they saying this is the, what what in the Raider, you know, I'm in like Raider chats and Raider groups and shit, and they saying that my man, um, the the Josh, Josh Dan, what's his name, Josh Daniels, right, the coach? Yeah. They saying he really trying to tank and trying to get that, that, uh, He's trying to get that that QB coming in. Um Come Bryce. On, man. Um, that's, that's you know what I'm talking bad. about? Bryce um from Alabama? 
uh, yeah. from come on man that's crazy yo that don't even make Bro, sense like all of that should be majority of that should be coaching to be honest listen man i know it do be coaching you're right because the dallas game the dallas game man first and foremost it was no way we should have lost the game but the fact that you know we had an opportunity to put points on the board and it's a fourth and four and he wants to go for it because he's in his old uh stadium where he coached for 13 years and they played on this emotional storyline about how he's returning to lambo and all of this shit. he got caught in the sauce didn't take the fucking field goal attempt didn't make the first down and we lose the game we go into overtime and we lose the game it's unacceptable it's terrible coaching it's 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 a terrible job of not uh managing that boy rogers needed that one though yeah he did man because he's still rogers he's still rogers like they line is trash they ain't got no receivers whatever but aaron Rodgers is a greatly skilled quarterback one of the best to ever do it period that's locked in that's yeah. locked in yeah so it's like yo come on bro like we had everybody on the line i seen it i'm like yo what the fuck? what y'all think y'all think just because they ran it two times before they about to run it again on third down when they got an opportunity to to win the game by scoring any points like you tripping you tripping we not we ain't got revis and and and, and deon sanders <laughs> back there locking nobody down you know what i'm saying like what we talking about if i if i was cd lamb i'd be heated cd lamb was balling let me ask you this and we'll get off sports tony pollard oh. ezekiel elliott you're the coach. You have both running backs on your team. You know what both of them are. You know what each of them can do, what they've done, so on and so forth. Your team, your call, who gets the majority of the carries? Pollard or Zeke? Well, if they're both healthy. Both healthy, everything's thumbs up, green. You know, and healthy in today's relevance of healthy. What, what healthy means for them today, right? Because Zeke healthy is still not Zeke of 2017. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying so. Uh I would try I, I would actually throw throw a new throw a new twist in the playbook and probably throw some shotguns in there and have Zeke and Pollard in there somehow. See how that works. I don't know. But definitely majority if I had to just pick from the playbook that they playing from right now, I definitely would go Zeke. Majority of the carries and let and let Pollard one two punch for Pollard. Pollard like rest, block, shit like that. But of Pollard course, can't Zeke... block. Pollard can't block nowhere near as good as Zeke. And Zeke is the bigger back. He's the bruiser. He running downhill, north and south all day. He doesn't have the speed that Pollard has. Pollard is a good switch up. I do think the both of them together is valuable. I think that, you know, just speaking emotionally, I'm like, fuck Zeke, because Zeke ain't been producing the way that I we've known him to be able to produce. But realistically speaking, I do understand the value in having the both of them. But in my opinion, with all of that said, I still would have Zeke be more of the he's starter caliber, but I would have him playing the second place role, but in a powerful way. So if it goes 60, 40, 55, 45, like I would give the edge slightly to Pollard because of how effective he is in just gaining yards. 
It's not about his size or anything else. He's elusive. He has moves, and he's giving you five to seven yards a clip every single time. Yeah, for sure. All his touchdowns is over 20 yards. Like, that's on multiple defenses, sometimes multiple times a game. So, yeah. like, him being the younger guy and him having more spry legs, I think that that's valuable for us because it's a unique twist. Traditionally, we would put Zeke ahead because of all of the reasons I named. But I think if Zeke is coming right behind Pollard on some downhill shit, like, come on, man, that just opens up the offense because once we start running the ball, we hard to be fucked with. We hard to be fucked with when we running the ball effectively. So that's yeah, because y'all got y'all got the weapons. I mean, y'all have the weapons. Been that way though. And Dak is back, so Dak is whack. But we could get off of sports because I I could go all. Oh, you don't like Dak? All right, say no, say less. I like yeah. Dak. Eh. He's a right, but he's not real. <laughs> So we'll talk about you ain't got to talk about QBs, man. Oh, dude, where's my car, man? <laughs> this isn't where I park my car. <laughs> nah, where he was crying in the press conference. I felt bad for him. Like he know he up out of here. Nah, don't feel bad for him. Fuck that. Be better. Like. I'm sorry. I feel bad for him because I know he about to be gone and we ain't going to get the QB the nigga think we going to get. That's how this well, that's, that's definitely not going to happen, but <laughs> yeah, nah. I can't feel bad. I, I don't feel bad. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, do you... um? I know you said you didn't see the, uh, the Dave Chappelle monologue on Saturday Night Live when he came uh, nah, I ain't catch it, man. Um, I obviously didn't watch it like live, but I did catch the YouTube. Um, I thought it was funny, especially in the beginning. Uh, you know, Dave is great at what he does, but I do think that it's still, uh, it's still a conversation that I mean, I'm kind of exhausted about having with the whole Kanye and Kyrie, and you know people jewish people and just everything like um Please, my G. yeah it's 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 exhausting but yeah. what i will what i will say is i think that Chappelle is and you know this may even be beating a dead horse but he's extremely necessary because even how he did his monologue he said a couple jokes and i could see him throwing it out there and kind of looking around and seeing like who responded, how it landed, because you know he said some shit like um, he was like, "Yeah, well, you should just let black people put on Schindler's List, and then you know we all you know whatever, whatever, whatever." And like it wasn't really like <laughs> they ain't really take, but they accept Chappelle because he's been very clear, and this is what you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? And you got to respect that because the way that he does it, it's still just enough of uh, uh, niceness, for lack of a better word. You know what I'm saying? Acceptability to the general public that they'll tolerate it because, all right, fuck it, that's Dave. Like, and I think it's dope because we witnessed it in real time how he carved that lane and it got real tight for a second, but he broke through and now it's kind of opening back up and you know, we here and Dave is Dave. So 
I just think that that's fire. Because in this climate, you know, it's it's they make it complicated. <laughs> they make it tough. Yeah, I think I think he's just hot though right now. So unless he goes super duper overboard, he already went through the like you said the slim, the lane got slim, and he he got out of that. So and he came on the other side victorious. So right now, him touching on edgy edgy subjects or talking about you know certain things that people scared to talk about. He gonna do it. He gonna do it and get away with it as long as he stayed Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he start wilding, 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 of course, that's another conversation. But but what's wilding? What you mean? If the nigga go up there talking crazy, <laughs> nigga, or posting shit like how you be posting? This nigga post Lil Nas X as Ice Spice. Hey, yo, <laughs> hold on, time out, time out, real quick, real quick, real quick. But this is the type of shit I be talking about. Like this nigga Key just come out of nowhere. Like <laughs> mad, just yeah, that's like... wild. Just what you just did, <laughs> like yo, bro, introduce yourself, beloved. Like, fuck is going on? This nigga just start talking. People listening, like, wait, who that? <laughs> hey, that was nasty, yo. That was nasty. You made my yeah. internet cut up. Yeah, you made your internet. Nah, I, I, I posted. I, I was showing y'all, like, look at the, look at the devil shit out here. That's it. Just trying to stay woke. Nah, you posted it, dog. Nah, that's wild. Yeah, I, was I don't know what y'all like... talking about, but if you ain't gonna articulate it, then we can move. <laughs> nah, on. we we go. Dressed as Ice Spice, and this nigga made sure we had to see that shit. Yeah, we potting, man. We potting. What you mean? Content. It's content. Yo. <laughs> if somebody gonna do it, I mean, but I mean, you know, for lack of better word or term or whatever, like if he goes too far, like. I don't know. I don't even think he could go too far because it's not even in his style of comedy to like go far and beyond like, uh, let's say, uh, Corey Holcomb or something. You feel what I'm saying? But, nah, Dave Dope. I ain't see the monologue, though, for lack of better. I mean, that's... I'm about to watch it after this, though. I'm about to to catch it, too. I I caught some of it, and it's like he brought back, like, um... The crackhead. He brought back the pimp. He brought back all the Dave Chappelle characters. I'm like, damn, this shit. Like seeing them 20 years later, he trying to like mix it in with the um House of Dragons. I'm like, I don't know. Yo, I don't know because nah, they look nah. different. Yeah, I, I don't know if they look different or what are you talking them. about? <laughs> what you talking about? I'm talking about the Dave Chappelle special, bro. So I, right, so I right. see, I right. see, fucking, I can't even tell you about now. Nah, you fuck, now nah, you mind. fucking up. Now nah, you fucking up. Nah, Cause, man. Cause so what you talking about is all of the skits he did on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. My fault. That's all right, yeah, about. you gotta say that because niggas is listening to you, bro. <laughs> it's, it's two. I know it was two, two of them out. I, I thought it was just that one. I ain't watching fully. <laughs> so I'm off, bro. Nah, he yeah. was talking about the monologue first. So, all right, so, all right, so. All right. Dave Chappelle did Saturday Night Live, right? He did Saturday Night Live. He did an opening monologue, which was like 15 minutes. So it was like a kind of stand-up comedy for 15 minutes. He did his thing, whatever, whatever. And then throughout the show, they he was all throughout the show. So it was different skits. And oh scenes. yeah, I watched the whole thing then. Yeah, yeah. I watched So like he had a joint where it was in the barbershop. Like I watched that shit. <laughs> like this nigga stupid. 
I watched the clip where he was in the barbershop. Like, that was kind of funny. I didn't watch the House of Dragons joint because I felt like he probably was going to say some shit that might give some shit away because I didn't finish watching it. So I didn't want to watch that one. But I, I think I might have saw the other ones. I might have saw like two other ones. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, we just saying Dave Chappelle's that nigga and shout out to him. Like, <laughs> shout out to him. Um, but nah, fuck it. Since 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 Rico came to build the nigga, what what um what's what's new uh, on the yeah nigga? It's on you. What's what's uh, what's new bro. in uh what's new in uh key facts key news? What is going on? <laughs> Key facts. <laughs> I don't know, man. Why nah, I got here still facts. lying on niggas? Like, you feel me? <laughs> nah. <laughs> hey, yo, whack. Hey, yo, right? My last, my last little theory I jumped on, right? Nigga said, Wax said he chased Future in the airport with Big U because he old, um, what's my, what's the OG from? <laughs> Yo, what's the OG from Detroit? <laughs> trick, trick. <laughs> nah, yo, yo come on, said, yo. He said he didn't run down a terminal. He said, <laughs> it, it, what? He left Sierra. <laughs> It threw, it threw whack the fool. It was Birdman. Birdman said, yo, leave him alone. Nah, yo. Yo, you just made <laughs> yo. bad niggas, yo. Hey, yo, I'm telling you, bro. That's how it went down. I'm like, nah, yo. It was like you a skit ain't doing that. Yeah, that hey, sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> yo, this is real shit, bro. This is that real shit, That shit sound like coming to America 3. Yo, he said, if you could do him the phone, he picked up the phone that was Birdman and said, leave him alone. I'm doing business with him. I'm like, yo, Wack is the biggest lie in the world, yo. Him and Game got it, yo. Nah, uh, Game stories be crazy, too. Game stories be crazy. Game said he was with Pop. I <laughs> 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 think it was like nine. <laughs> Nah, when oh. he said the niggas that went and killed um, Osama <laughs> was listening to his joint before they, did, before they went in. <laughs> he said they was listening said, to the documentary or something before they went in. love it. Uh, <laughs> nah, that was the one. That was the one. <laughs> Hated to love it, yo. <laughs> like you, you ever got you ever got that one drill? <laughs> you ever got that one homie like you know he's so astronomical, diabolical. We yeah. like, yo, you got it, bro. And I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you I'm can the get G to know unit. Me. <laughs> like, you got it, bro. Oh, shit, yo. yo, imagine oh. niggas telling the Taliban said, I ain't going nowhere even... so you could get to know me. Before they went in, <laughs> Game was like them niggas went in like this is how we do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got a badge of war. He wasn't even there. That shit crazy. Bro. <laughs> we got the medal of freedom. <laughs> we Yo, got the medal of freedom next to his Grammy. Yeah, he That's probably be telling his son anything, bro. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Game did. Nah, facts, man. Damn. Yo, you seen Mike Tyson at Evander Holyfield got a, a, a edible that's called like ears. It's like the, the shape of a bitten off ear and they doing the edible uh 
line or like collab together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they said yeah. that 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 shit sold out. That shit that shit selling. No, nah, should it go? That shit is fire. That's, actually, that, man, we were talking earlier about marketing. marketing. That's marketing. marketing to the to the max. I, I, man. I ain't gonna lie. I think Remy had the the hardest the hardest package though. She had the lips. That shit was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this nigga wild, son. <laughs> These walls to talk, <laughs> Nah, this nigga's wild. <laughs> hey, yo, ain't nobody fucking with her, but Tyson shit cool, but she, Remy took it there. Man, all that jail <laughs> shit. <laughs> yo, this nigga. <laughs> Shout out to Remy, though, man. 40 years, you feel me? Nah, it's creative. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, all of it is. All of it is. And all of it's fire. But um, yeah, marketing. Marketing. That's what that is. Marketing one on one. Branding, yeah. Branding. Right. Um, let me see. Uh what else what else what else is in uh key facts land? Y'all seen Khaled do the photo shoot, Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> nah, what you mean? <laughs> What, yo, yeah, that shit? Yeah, yo, he wildin', bro. Someone out Joey Crack style, like. Nah, come on, yo. What you talking about, beloved? I don't know. You said Khaled tried to do a dunk? Like, big pun? Like, yeah, yeah give, me, give me 15 seconds. I'm going to send it to the group. Hold on. Nah, fuck the group. Explain yourself. <laughs> I don't understand. You saying he tried to dunk. All right, cool. Like, but what? Like you saying they photoshopped his shit? Like he wasn't really <laughs> on some air bud? Like what like what type of shit? Nah, they they ain't, nah, not, not the not the young M.A. belly. Nah. But um You know Cali got the young um Cali got the no fucking Nah I just sent it. Yeah, he got crazy. the no ups though. I know he got the no ups. The I zero know, ups. Like, son of son he definitely <laughs> left weight watches on that shit. He outside. No, that's not <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the key the Weight Watcher. Oh, you said the Weight Watcher Jays? What you said? <laughs> nah, he said, I said he definitely off that contract. They yeeted his ass a long time ago. Bro. Yeah, that Weight Watchers commercial is funny as hell when they show Khaled. They be like, that nigga lost, like. <laughs> <laughs> he lose shit. Yo, the way they be making it seem like he lost, they be like lost 10, 5, something. I forgot how they do the commercial, but that <laughs> shit's crazy. If Khaled lost way, he'd been looking like French. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hey, slow week, man. Have y'all, um, have y'all been able to uh, see any of the BMF documentary? Nigga, you seen mm. Lou now? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Snoop said, "Oh no, it's motherfucking Snoop Dogg." <laughs> oh, back up in the heat, said baby. Yeah, that's yeah, nasty. Nah, yeah, I've been I don't want to see Lunel. Nah, on the Fenty, she rapping. I do not hey, want to see that shit. Y'all told about me, woos. That was crazy. <laughs> what? What I do? I don't want to see Lunel that Lunel shit. That's wild, yo. Lunel comedian Lunel. I thought it was a joke. The comedian Lunel. That's just PG-13 compared to the shit you be posting, cuz. Yo, come on, bro. You on you top. You top. You number one. I be following Big Bro. You feel me? Nah, fuck all of that. 
Um, but nah, you said you seen some of the documentary though. Yeah, I'm on episode three. I think the fourth one dropped right this weekend. Yeah, Damn, this weekend four, four dropped. I didn't see uh, I didn't see four, but I saw the first three. Like yeah, we about to be watching um, that rapper shit. The the de- um the shit the other show Fifty God with dead rappers. That hip hop homicide. Like yeah, that. there you go. My I'm bad. Part of me. Yeah, hip hop homicide. Yeah. I haven't seen any of that one yet. It's dope. Van Leeson like does does okay. the he does he does the main uh heavy lifting of that show. And um I only seen the pop smoke one so far. But I know they got how, all how you, what you judging it? What you mean, the show? Like they 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 gave you something. Oh, I don't get into the whole. Yeah, no, I don't get into like who did it and the conspiracy. I just watch the show for like what it's worth, because mm-hmm. that's they the, the 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 for it to be a good show, it has to leave that kind of like speculation in the air for you. That's what makes you want to watch the next episode. But I don't get caught up in that. I just watch it just to see, like you know. I watch it from a different lens. I'm watching the show to see, like, oh, wow, that's how they did that. Oh, wow, that's dope. I'm not watching it. Oh, my fault. Now, I was going to say, like, like, I get that for um, the homicide joint, but for, like, the BMF joint, which is, like, also a true story, but not, like, on some murder crime shit per se. I mean, it's you know violence in there, whatever. Oh like, yeah, the difference is the 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 BMF shit happened for real. So everything is actual facts. The homicide, hip hop homicide, is mad. It, it 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 leaves mad scenarios on the table because a lot of those homicides are unsolved that they that they do on the show. So that's kind of like the allure of the show. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like in the A and E. ID yeah, channel yeah, yeah. type of vibe. Okay. I was about to say, that's why, that's why I But the 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 BMF shit is dude, that's yo, the damn BMF shit movie. is fire, yo. Yeah. Hey, you ain't seen none of the BMF shit? Nah, man. Son, the BMF shit. Yo, the BMF shit is crazy because son, Meech, yo. Meech is really him. <laughs> Meech is really him. Let, you think you think they gonna let him get out? I think he'll come home. Yeah, nigga, if he I do his he time, he, he almost done. Yeah, he's mean? supposed to be home soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His brother home. His brother been home for like a couple years. His brother been home for like five years, right? I don't know if it's five, but it's it been, it been, it been a couple years, few years. But uh, he actually helped do the series. You know, he helped like, you know, he had input. South, uh, what? His name is like Southwest T or Southside T on uh... Yeah, Southwest T. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of curious if like Meech had this cuz the way he talks he's like it's not a matter of when uh if they come in, it's a matter of when they come. In. And for the amount of bread they was making and a lot of the BMF players came home did they time and whatever. So a lot of them are home. So I wonder if this was like, you know what I mean, like one of those plans, like, yo, it's gonna it's gonna come down. But once it come down, we pick it back up. We can walk away from it. Hey, I mean, it goes back to the bigger 
uh, conversation we was having a couple pods ago about uh, par about like the leaders, right? So they locked up your Larry Hoovers, your Big Meaches, your leaders in the community who they might have said was gang gang uh, affiliated, gang leaders or street dudes or whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, these were people who had influence in the community and who was running their shit like a Fortune 500 uh, corporation and business. So like, Key, your point or your question of asking, do you think they're going to let him out? His situation is not the Larry Hoover situation, right? Like they're still keeping him in and he shouldn't still be in, <clears throat> right? Meets, he going to do his time. He'd be home, whatever, whatever. But I, I still think like that mind, like Wolves is speaking to the whole, I, I kind of already know how this is going to end up is one way or the other. And I'm not going out like that. So if they come, I'm at least be prepared. Like that type of mind to be able to have that type of foresight, like that's a different mind. That's just not no fly by night do around the way that just, you know, want to go out and sell some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a no, different, sure. intricate mind. And you got to respect that mind. I don't care. I don't care. You got to respect Bro, that mind. That's brilliant. You to be down. To be There's down. no you way they got dollars. all that bread, man. There's I don't no know they don't got all that bread. That's what I'm saying. So. They, they ain't seize all that shit. You crazy? You There's crazy? No way. No Impossible. Way. Bro, even if they did took half of it, they read that up already. Each My member had to have nigga. a million dollars to get down with BMS. They it good. Was, uh, they yeah. good for real, like for yeah. real. So BMF man, it, they might be, they might be the ghosts. They might be the ghosts. I on mean, some, on some, on some American timing, street shit. Yeah, the timing, the timing was so. They was in the right time, and the fact that they didn't get like the head, you know, the top, the top people didn't get murdered because a lot of people was on the road to get there, but they ended up getting murdered or getting life before they can get to a certain certain plateau. They actually they actually networked and locked down the whole US damn near on some yeah. black mafia shit for real. And and you know what? It, it, it they got Frank Lucas. They got Frank yeah. Lucas. Soon as yep. they start shining, soon as they hit the clubs. They did beyond shining. <laughs> no, of course you're right. You're right, yeah. but I'm he just saying it to the limit, yo. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, if you want to get caught, that's how I got caught. Yeah, facts. <laughs> it's like catch me. She had lions, like, tigers, and bears. Like I, I, I dare, <laughs> I dare you to catch me. I'm here. He was outside. <laughs> Meech was definitely outside. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's what did it though. Like, had it been on some shit like where he. Kept running Always his operation. Social media, bro. Always social media, man. Well, that was the beginning of that era. I mean, we talking like that wasn't even Instagram. That was that, like that, that's like that was like magazine pictures. Yeah. I think I think after after them, we would have to talk about Free Ray Ricky Boss. But the only thing that makes them better than Free Ray Ricky Boss, they ingratiated themselves in the culture. Yeah, and they they free free Ray. They did freeway dirty, man. Like <laughs> somebody took his name. <laughs> took his name both and ways. His look. And both his, his look. names. They took both his names. Nah. It's crazy. Gave game. him life. Yo, 
He had life. He fought out of that in jail on some jailhouse lawyer shit. Got up <laughs> out of that and then, yeah. So I got to put him up there in top three. Property and yeah. MMG he owns. <laughs> he, he got shares. <laughs> Yo, oh, make tickets <laughs> Nah, that's crazy. They definitely. I don't did know. I don't know, but that's I got a feeling the, yo, game, the game in there somehow with free ride. It's no ball. <laughs> you said the game. The game is in there somehow with freeway Ricky Rouse. Ah <laughs> uh, man, speaking of Ross, real quick, back to music, real quick, real quick, back to music. Uh, Ross did a fucking concert with the Red Bull Symphony or Red Bull Symphonic, some shit like that. It's an orchestra, live orchestra, um, and I saw some clips where he was performing hustling. He had the orchestra and the strings behind him, like the band, live band. Shit sounded fire. The tiny dust type shit? No, stage shit. Like, on a stage with a a full orchestra behind him and the audience, like, like, nah, the shit was, the shit looked fire. I think the link might be in his bio. It's, It's on YouTube somewhere. But uh, y'all should definitely check that shit out. I'm going to check out the full thing because I haven't seen it. But I kind of want to speak to live instrumentation when it comes to rap and hip-hop. Because if you go back to the beginning of hip-hop, when when niggas was rapping on stage, like in groups like um, the Furious Five and, you know, Grandmaster Flat, like all of them, like those days, Treacherous Three, like, like, all of that shit, and they was battling on stage, and it was kind of like based on live instrumentation, because you got to remember, in the 70s, is the band era. You know what I'm saying? You had all of the bands. So hip-hop kind of got birthed. That was like the evolution of that. So when we talk about live orchestra and we talk about rap, <clears throat> Ross not the first to do it. Nah, I think Wu-Tang did that too, yo. I ain't gonna Mad lie. niggas did it. No, Mad niggas did it. Did, did it. did it. Nas did it. Um... I haven't seen Wu, but I don't doubt it. Um, but mad niggas have done it. Like, I'm just saying I like it every time. Because, again, like, I'm a musician's musician. So I can appreciate all facets of music in all different forums because I've operated in all of them. So, like, it's something about rap lyrics over a live orchestra that just makes that shit so play and so dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. So shouts to Ross. Ross is killing shit. I ain't gonna lie. Ross is killing shit. Like he made his parking he lot stop, yo. Like he really, he he's really going crazy. Like he's finding different ways to have tax write-offs, tax breaks. Cause check this out. So you know he do the car show thing. So he's apparently acquired so many cars to where now he's claiming his property as like a car lot. And so that's like a business now. So now he doesn't have to pay taxes Damn, on that land. That's free land. Yep. Crazy. That boy's smart. And that was yes. a car show. He charged me mm-hmm. 5250 to get in, $25,000 for, you, for your food truck. Like, yo, you know how much paper he made off that park? Hit off his, not even a parking lot, off his front yard. <laughs> like, facts, yeah, bro. That's crazy, yo. Facts. That's crazy. He nigga got a turbo lawnmower, dog. Like, what the fuck? Do his own landscaping. <laughs> he got cows, bulls. He got, yeah. he got the real bills. 
Nah, nah, real shit though. Like real shit. Like he's really laying it out though. He's really laying it out. He's really showing niggas some other shit. To anybody listening, I still want that book for Christmas, man. For real. Word. Word. Yeah, man. Like, uh, shout out to Ross. Like, Ross is definitely uh he's been he's been killing shit. Oh, let me ask you a hip hop question, right? So y'all see that Nas is doing his thing, you feel me? You think AZ can come back like that? Why not? I feel like I feel like here's the thing about AZ. I feel like AZ I'm has for put them out to click up. So that's just it. I think if they were to click up, it would be bigger. I think AZ's been putting out great music and great projects his last few albums. And it's been mature, it's been the new version of him. He's still polished, he still looked the same. You know what I'm saying? He's still fresh, like it's all good. He ain't lose a step, but I don't think I think it's even less people checking for AZ. Than there are checking for now. Spitting do, man. Of course, but we know it's mad spitters that niggas just ain't checking for. So I'm saying, if the the marriage of him and Nas were to combine together again, I think that will put more light on him. And then if after that he maybe put out some more music or did some more things, I think that would just kind of elevate it. And it's no shade to him; it's just the position and the way that the chips fell, you know, for their career. And again, that's no slight to him because he he good. But that's what I think about the whole AZ thing. Because AZ is that nigga. Did y'all catch Young Blue? Um, how much to um, how it was going down? I think I, I didn't think like it. How, 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 game, how these games are being, how, how these games being played? Some shit like that. I'm like, bro, that shit pissed me off. Seven o'clock in the morning, yo. Like, fuck are you doing? Hey, real quick, before we get out of here, I do want to talk about this flex thing one time for the one time because I know we mentioned it before, but just the whole Thursday night, fuck Master Flex, Hot 97. He's playing all unreleased joints. He's getting different blends from different DJs. Um, He's putting on a lot of New York artists, a lot of up-and-coming artists. Um, I've been tapping in every Friday because I don't catch it live, but I go catch the YouTube and I'll listen. Um, he kind of slowed down with the challenges, but I'm sure he's gonna start that back up again soon. Like, like did he drop? Oh yeah, did he track I really, on the radio? I really like what Flex is doing, but you know, I'm here. So what does it feel like at, at the crib? Because like to me, I think that that shit is super dope. Yeah, it's, it, it, I like it. I, I don't know. I still be playing that Freddie Gribbs freestyle. He killed that shit. Yo, that was like. With that Emery beat, I'm like, damn, Sean, that was, that was a perfect jump. But I but I'm not talking about the freestyles though. I'm talking about the challenges. Oh, I, yo, yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, on yeah, the radio yeah. on Thursday night. Y'all know, y'all know he's doing this, right? Every Thursday. Yeah, I like what he I, I like the kicks jump start he gave Fab. He made Fab come back outside. Are y'all are y'all tapped into what I'm saying though? Like Yeah. Yeah, he's getting unreleased music. That's just that's yeah. the biggest uh, yeah. on stream and not on Apple. Yeah, you uh you you breaking up a little bit, but I right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you yeah, we we on the same shit. But um yeah, I like what Flex is doing, man. Um it's a lot of good music that he's getting. I think it's making again, I'm a DJ amongst other things. So as a DJ in my DJ bag, like, I love that shit. Like, that's the shit that makes me want to be a DJ. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit that I grew up on. Like, uh, blends, 
you know, DJs, you know, playing unreleased shit or spinning shit back or whatever the case may be, like, that's DJing to me, talking your shit, whatever, whatever, like, that energy, like, so all of that is nostalgic for me, but it's also, like, what I kind of do it for, so to speak, like, that's the type of bag and that's the type of time and energy I'm on, so I fuck with all of that, so, um, you know, shouts to Flex with, 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 with that. Question. If you if you was in flex position, who would be your next victim? Who would I challenge if I was flex you next? Um, That's a good I would one. challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want. I'd like to hear something from. Uh, like ASAP Mob, like Ferg, Rocky. Like I like to hear another one of they, another one of they joints. I think he said something to Ferg, and I think Ferg might have delivered or whatever. But I want to hear like that that bounce. Like not gonna be my man all day. <laughs> like I, I want I want that type of, but the new version of that. Like I, or I, they fell off like one of them passed or something. I don't. I mean. They do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, they never really drop music that crazy. Ferg never stopped. Ferg never stopped. You know what I'm saying? Ferg is still outside. Rocky kind of fell back. But, you know, Rocky always did the fashion thing anyway. So, and then now, obviously, he with Rihanna. So, it's a whole different vibe right now. But um, I would like to hear them together in their bag because they got a sound. You know what I'm saying? And, again, Flex is on some. This is what New York City sounds like. Like, that's New York. You know what I'm saying? They got their own sound. They on their Harlem shit. I fuck with it. When when he on his Flacco shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I like to hear one of the mob joints. Yo, Woos, what's good with you? Oh, uh, I'll say Meek Mill. I'll say Meek Mill. I mean, who else he gonna challenge, man? He didn't challenge everybody else, man. Nah, nah, don't be lazy. I, I, I take, I take, nah, nah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. me. All right, me. Me been out here, though, but. I'm cool. For me, I want to hear Ghost. He already he did, did a, a Ray and Ghost joint. Yeah, he did that already. He Come did on, Ghostface? He did a Ray and Ghost together. Yeah. Nah, I just want to hear Ghost, man. I ain't, you feel me? I feel I Ghost and Ray, Red and Meth. I don't think Red and Meth he did. Nah, I don't yeah, think meth he meth himself hundred percent. Now he out meth here. been going crazy since since like meth is crazy. So he sharp, meth sharp. I don't know. Um, Damn, I was gonna say you got everybody. <laughs> I'm trying to think like somebody else. Um, <clears throat> Lloyd Banks. Then he then he make him drop that that um that project because of that. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Who I'm else? Cool. I'm cool, respectfully. That's somebody I mean, he said ASAP, so that was a good one. Um, ASAP, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's it, folks. Niggas on limited edition now, like outside. <laughs> yeah, word. I ain't gonna push it past the speed limit. It's time to cruise. <laughs> ain't too much niggas outside. Like that, you want here? Word. 
Um, so I'm gonna do it like this. Y'all already know the vibes. Y'all already know each and every week we coming to y'all live and direct, but we making sure that we do our part. So y'all gotta make sure y'all do y'all part, and y'all part is to make sure you telling a friend yeah. to tell a friend. And until next time, anything uh -huh. Rico. Shabba. Shut, shabba, rank, shut, shut, shabba, ranks. Uh -huh. Eight gold rings like I'm shut, shabba, ranks. Yeah. Four gold chains like I'm shut, shabba, ranks. Uh -huh. One gold tooth Ooh. like I'm shut, shabba, ranks. Shut, shabba, Co-music, 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 co-music.